speaking of things that are back, Jackass is back. Bad Grandpa. All of these movies where you get pranked. That's right. We're talking about Bad Trip, which is now on Netflix. This is a hidden camera pranks comedy film. Is, is there a word that really sums that up? I feel like I'm trying to like add a bunch yeah. of words together to sum it up. I think hidden prank comedy is generally how they're described nowadays. I think that's the general description yeah. for it. Yeah. I'm not familiar with the director of this. This is directed by Kitao Sakurai, who I'm, I just am not aware of who this person is. Well, he, yeah, he's the director for the Eric Andre show. One of the directors for the Eric Andre show. Ah, okay. I've never seen the Eric Andre show, so that, that makes sense. Okay. I feel like I've offended you. You seem really upset that I've never seen the Eric Andre. No, I'm not upset. I was waiting for you to describe uh, whatever you were talking about. <laughs> there was just like a little bit of a pregnant pause oh. where I was, you were like, I thought you were maybe collecting yourself. No, no, no. You know? <laughs> um, no, I mean, that that, that would explain a lot, though, because I do reference Eric Andre show bits and things here you and do. there. I guess it's kind of similar to you with like Avatar, where I'm just kind of like, yeah, OK. Yeah. Like, I, I, well, I, I get the idea of it. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I, I really do love the Eric Andre show. I think it's one of the funniest shows on TV, but uh, I'll get into that more when I talk about the film itself. All right. Well, this is actually on Netflix right now. It was going to uh, receive a theatrical release from Orion Pictures. It was going to premiere at South by Southwest last year, but it was postponed because of the pandemic. And then they accidentally released it on Prime Video uh, last year. And then it got pirated a bunch. So this this thing's been in the works. People have been, you know, people have already seen this. Uh, a lot of people have already seen this accidentally. But eventually Netflix got a hold of this, and that's where you can see it now. It stars Eric Andre, Lil Rel Howery, Tiffany Haddish, and a whole lot of unsuspecting people who were not expecting to be in a movie. Well, what is this? What is this about? Yeah, so the general plot of the film, it, it kind of borrows quite liberally from um, the Dumb and Dumber plot, which is basically like we have these two lifelong friends who uh, are trying to figure out where they want to go in life. They haven't really uh, done a whole lot since high school, and they're just kind of waiting for that one moment in their lives where they really kind of define their past. And that starts to happen, I guess, incidentally, when Eric Andre reunites with a long-lost crush that he had in high school. And when he finds out that she is in New York with her gallery, he convinces his friend, played by Lil Ray Howery, to uh, basically go with him on a uh, four-day road trip to meet her, where he can, where Eric Andre's character can finally profess his love to this woman. But during the trip, they decide to take Lil Ray Howery's sister's car because she is in prison, and they imagine that they can just kind of take it and bring it back without her suspecting. But little do they know that she has escaped prison, and when she finds out that the car is missing, she goes on a hunt for them to get it back. And basically, the plot of the film is a very loose way to connect these various pranks and these different hidden uh, shenanigans, I guess, to you know, basically just tie everything together, which I do appreciate the film is very thin in its plotting in that like it doesn't try to establish too many stakes or too many heavy plot beats. It's just about getting the jokes across. But at the same time, I do kind of wish that the plot was a little bit more in depth than it really is. Yeah, I guess I fall more on the side of like, okay, it's not Borat's subsequent movie film where all of this is sort of gelling into something a bit more. Yeah bold or ambitious right it's kind of yeah it's kind of doing something that we've seen so many times before and i think though the reason this works for me a bit and actually makes me really curious to watch more eric andre's stuff uh is because i just genuinely think this is hilarious like just pure comedy 
-hmm. Like it's simple. No, well, not no nonsense. Simple, total nonsense nonsense comedy. Oh, oh, nonsense. (laughs) nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. But in a good way, I just, this made me smile. This made me laugh. This made me happy. And, you know, I, I thought, is this what it would be like to go on a road trip with Will Ashton? Probably. Uh, maybe not, but I do agree that, um, I think one of the things I love so much about Eric Andre's show is that it basically, you know, he allows himself a platform to really go as nuts as possible. Like he really lets all of his ambitions go away. He plays this character who is intentionally trying to be like the worst talk show host imaginable. So every single moment of that show is just defined by lunacy and pretty much trying to subvert all of your expectations or any expectations that you would have at any given moment. And I think, Part of the thing that the movie is able to do is honor that and that like the movie is constantly about trying to one up the ante throughout and just doing as many absurd things as possible. But I do think having a plot, even especially a fairly conventional one like this, does kind of hinder it in a way because it can't fully have that lunacy of the show because it's constantly has to like stop and start basically like we have to watch the characters in the car get to this place and then we can do our another prank and then we got to get to them in the car again or at a hotel or something and then we can have another prank and i think that stop and start function of the film does kind of prevent it from being like a fully consistently funny film but at the same time i think enough of the bits are so inspired and pretty well woven in terms of like integrating actual real life people with the actors that i'm willing to forgive a lot of those faults Honestly, I think the stop and start thing worked great for me because I th- it was nice that this movie had breathers and that it, it knew when to just sort of pause and let things sort of sit. It's something that I wish more of these kinds of movies actually had. The only thing about this movie that I really I, I couldn't quite connect with, I didn't find as funny, was a lot of the Tiffany Haddish stuff in this. It's not that she's not, not being funny. Like there were parts that like clearly like she's going full on. I don't know. Just, I thought the bits weren't as fun. I don't know. Like they just didn't give her the best material by far. So there were times where I was like, well, why, why even do this? Like, I don't know. I, I just felt like they, they either needed to put more effort into her side of the story, make it come alive more, or just sort of like cut some of that stuff out. Maybe. Um, I didn't mind her stuff so much. I thought she did a pretty good job. My only real complaint acting wise is that I think Lil Ray Howery does a decent job with the character, but I feel like there's not a whole lot to his character. Like he is like the definition of a straight. I couldn't disagree more. I feel like he's the definition ever said on this show. Oh man, because I feel like he's like the definition of like the straight man that like he really kind of doesn't fully. It's not defined like why he goes along with Eric Andre's character's bits. Like he just kind of like goes along. He's a pushover. In a way that, sure, but that's I feel like arc. that's kind. Of, I mean, that's kind of like safe though. I feel like from a character standpoint, it just it just feels like like the character work there could have been a lot more well defined comparatively. I thought it was well. I, I, it made perfect sense to me. I thought it served everything pretty well. I liked their dynamic. Like, I think the, the definitely the most negative thing you can say is that it's not original. Uh, you know, it's not. It's, it's kind of like you're saying. It's like it's the de facto straight man thing. But for this kind of movie, it totally works because the creativity is all focused on the bits. And because the bits are so good, I just personally, I don't really care that he's kind of a familiar character in that regard. And I thought he was full of a lot of surprises, actually. I, and I know there, there was a, there were a bunch of moments in this where I was like, I, I feel like he's definitely the heart of the movie. And it comes down to the relationship between these two friends for me. And that's why I think it ultimately works. I think for me, it's just that because Eric Andre is actually playing a fairly kind of down to earth guy comparatively. I mean, by most people's standards, not down to earth, but for an Eric Andre character, he's pretty normal. And I feel like 
if if he was like a way wackier character and Lori Howard playing the straight man, that would make sense. But I feel like they're not their energies aren't that far off throughout the film that I feel like there need to be a little bit more of a differentiation between the characters to really pull off that dynamic. I don't even understand what I'm hearing right now. Sure. Maybe it's because you've watched the Eric Andre show and you've seen him be even zanier, but I thought he was so zany. Well, yeah. Well, okay. So you're talking about Eric Andre. Yeah. Eric Andre yeah, compared. Yeah. No, he's definitely way playing it down compared to the Eric Andre show. But I mean, yeah, compared to like a normal person, I would guess he would he would be way wackier and zanier. I'd agree. That's my interpretation, because in this, I just think that he he does absurd things constantly. So, yeah, I didn't pick up on that myself. But I, I don't know. I just this brought me joy. You know, uh, I think that I, I, I chuckle just at the thought of people like scrolling Netflix and, you know, with their parents. And being like, oh, what's this? Eric Andre, Lil Bell Howery, mom, dad, come here. Let's watch this new Netflix movie together. I'm, you know, so excited to share this family movie with you two. And then just sitting through what happens. And then I, I want to say things that happen in this, but I don't want to give anything away. Because it's, again, it's like the bits themselves, they, they deserve to be experienced firsthand uh, if you do end up watching the show. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, yeah, I mean, and I'm, coming off way more negative than I actually am. I did have a really good time with this. It pretty much was what I anticipate, anticipated it to be. And there are at least, I want to say three or four moments in this film that I think are like some of the funnier movie bits I've seen. One involves a bar. Um, another involves like an impromptu yeah. musical number. Um, yeah. And another involves like a uh, drug sequence in a, um, like a grocery store that that's probably, that scene's probably the closest to being like Eric Andre show, I'd guess. As well as like the gorilla scene, probably being like the most like what a prank on Eric Andre show would be, but um, yeah, I think all, all the bits, like I said before, I'm pretty surprised with how well they're pretty well integrated with like the real life reactions, not feeling like that much different than like what's going on with the energy of the actors. I think that's a credit to their improv styles that they're able to kind of bounce off the absurdities of what's going on in a way that they can react to people pretty well. And I also appreciate that the movie, it seems like from what I can tell, especially with like the blooper reel at the end, that they, they didn't pick the most outlandish reactions. A lot of the time they picked the people who are actually yeah. kind of like, you know, trying to understand these people or like help them out in some way, which I think is yeah. definitely funnier than if they go, if they went for all people who are just like, Whoa, what's happening and stuff, which is like, you know, it's easy from like a comedy standpoint to want to, favor that but i think it was a lot smarter and for the filmmakers actually favor the people who are actually trying to like understand these people or even help them out in some respects because that, that that's a lot more interesting i think from a uh comedic standpoint yeah that is that is spot on because just watching this the reactions of people in this movie are what make it even funnier just like the way that people just don't know like what to do and how to just process what they're experiencing yeah. is the most human thing about this right and i also really appreciate it because first of all it's it's so impressive how they're able to do the hidden camera aspect of it because it looks so good and like whatever hidden cameras they were using were really great cameras like you you can really get a sense of where everything is there's a good sense of place i there were tons of reaction shots they were able to capture it's really impressive stuff yeah i think that just primarily comes from having done at the time four seasons of the Eric Andre show, which are pretty much filled with like bits like this throughout. So I, I think that's a credit to them. They had like a whole show where they could kind of develop their style and then do a movie um, like this, even though it's not technically like the Eric Andre show movie, but you can tell that that experience has played out really well for this film. 
Yeah, one other thing I'd say to you is that this does like some white chicks gags that are pretty <laughs> they're pretty fun. And I, I would also say that it it's only an hour twenty minutes, I wanna say, like hour twenty-four. It's so quick. And the musical number you mentioned is very catchy, weirdly. Like I, I had it kind of stuck in my head for a little bit. I don't know. I just think this is a sweet, hilarious movie, and I'm so glad I watched it. I, I'm a B. Uh, I'm not too far behind. I mean, even though we were kind of a uh, little critical there, I, I think it's a high B minus. Like I really think the bits that work here are really strong, and I do, I do agree with you that I think it's interwoven in a way that like I don't constantly think about the hidden camera aspects of it. I think they're able to put the plot in a pretty good motion without having it be a hindrance. But at the same time, I do think that um, I, I think they could have done a little bit more. Like it just kind of felt like they were playing it safe when it comes to the general storytelling here because they're trying to go as outlandish as they can with the comedy, which I think by and large is a smart move. But at the same time, I do kind of wish that they were a little bit more confident and just kind of going a little bit more berserk with their storytelling and what they're able to do. But maybe they'll do another film in this vein again and, and push themselves a little bit more. I'd certainly like to see it. I mean, I, I would say... Quality wise, it's somewhere like like you said, not quite as good as Borat two, but a little bit better than like Impractical Jokers, a movie. And I think that that's basically what you can expect from this film. You want to know the best thing about this movie? What's that? It has a sixty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh yeah, which is uh both higher and lower than I would anticipate. If that wow. makes sense. Okay, well that is Bad Trip. It's available on Netflix now. I say watch it for sure. And oh, for sure. I mean, I definitely think it's recommend it. Yeah, no, I, I would definitely recommend it, especially as a Netflix watch, even though I do think this is the type of film that I would like to see in a crowded theater with everyone kind of reacting at the same time. But I think it's also like fairly accessible for a Netflix film. So either way, watching it works. But at the same time, I have to kind of mourn what wasn't with this film. So I prefer watching yeah. this at home with friends, right? Because it's awkward. And so, like, I don't know, watching this with a bunch of people, I feel like I'd go through, like, the Happy Time Murders thing again, but who knows? I guess. I don't know. I just think back to, like, watching, like, Jackass 3 or 3D and, like, how that was, like, a real, like, collective experience and everyone just kind of reacting to the absurdity of what's going on and stuff like that. I, I think that could have had, they could have had something similar like that with this film and, and we didn't have that theatrical with the experience, but oh well. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Be sure to subscribe to Cinemaholics on your favorite podcast app of choice or find us on YouTube. See you all next time.